Morning Crypto. Good morning, Warriors. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from the top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Abs, joined by several members of our 3T family this morning. We got the Italian stallion, Mr. Johnny Crypto, Jackie, also known as the Crypto Juggernaut, and my good friend, NFT Tones, is here to give us the latest updates in the crypto space, so I'm very excited for this episode. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we'll be discussing how Bank of America announced its key details to unlocking XRP use cases. With patents filed behind the scenes, we show our listeners how this global banking giant could send XRP to historic price targets. Cardano was launching a native stablecoin on his blockchain, allowing users to access credit and debit cards through the native network. While Australia's ISO migration is underway, as many national banks are making the swift, we connect the world. We show the world how to how the world of banking will be connected through a single messaging system. And as governments around the planet are working to regulate this market, we expose the game, showing our listeners how institutions will fuel the bull run of a lifetime. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So for anybody who's new to the channel, Fridays are typically a little bit tough for us because we get to meet with our fearless leader, Coach JV, before the show. So sending love and high vibrations to my friends. But Johnny Crypto, we're going to get this show started the same way we always do by going to you, my friend. We've got some amazing news from Bank of America. I'm excited to show our listeners, but... First, I got to fix my green screen. You fix your green screen because I love when we go, we are live. (laughs) I love that part. It's my favorite part because we are live, baby. It is Friday. Happy Friday to everybody. Let me start this off like I do every day. Good morning to all the warrior maniacs out there. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. You show up every single day like true warriors. So thank you for being there and, and, and hopefully enjoying the show and adding value. I know you guys are chatting away all day out there. It's beautiful. Uh, it's great to see NFT Tones. And check out Jackie. We got Joyful Jackie today. I'm so excited. Although Jackie, Jackie reneged. We were supposed to bring our, our indexer shirt today, but I kept my, my end of the bargain. I brought it today, but we'll see what happens next week. Awesome, Johnny Crypto. And you may need that dial, so I hope you brought it with you. But Jackie, I know you were being attacked by the global elites earlier this week. I heard they hacked your laptop. I'm glad to see you got a new one. How are you feeling this morning? I'm feeling great. I made an appearance of like five seconds yesterday, so it's good to be on here just a little bit longer. If I cut out, though, um, that won't happen because I'm on B's computer. So, A hundred percent. And we got NFT tones in the building this morning. My friend, first of all, love the background. Almost as nice as mine because you don't have the Merlin logo. But how are you feeling this morning? And thank you for being here. What's up? Where's the Merlin? Yo, no Merlin logo. Anyway, <laughs> Merlin's beautiful, but not, not for tones. Tones knows how to exit. Anyway, I'm so, surprised there's not a spider tank back there. Or <laughs> Yo, eventually there's going to be a bunch of NFTs all along the wall. Anyway, stop distracting me. Damn it. All right. So here we go. So I'm excited because there's so much going on in this space between Gala releasing Superior, which is basically a new game in early access. If you own an NFT, then we have Gala Spider Tanks, which just released. We have a ton of games actually coming out. I think, I think. We are just seeing the brink or the breakthrough of actual play-to-earn games come to this space. And I think the fun aspect and everything, now that these developers are actually understanding what it takes to actually make a game into the, in this space, I think we're going to start to see more and more. 
Really interesting NFT tones, and I'm excited to bring all the news we have for our listeners. Johnny, one of our listeners called you out, said not everyone lives in America. We wish good morning to every single global listener out there, so shout out to everybody out there. Thank you for being here. We got 212 live listeners joining us on this Friday. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We're about to dive into some Bank of America news, but before we do that, we're going to start this show off the same way we always do, by showing you our Good Morning Crypto Twitter account. This at 3TGM Crypto, you get access to every single member of our team. Go smash that follow button. We love talking to you. The Bitcoin Fear and Greed Index has climbed three points this morning, Johnny Crypto. Tip of the cap to you, my friend. But let's check out what's moving in the daily movers. We've got some big green bubbles here, but nothing worth note. I don't see too many major coins that, that are worth addressing. XRP up 1%, CRO up 3%. So Chili's. Chili's. Notice Chili's is up. You know, Chili's, Chili's. Well, I can you, comment on that one. Chili's is up, Abs, because they are part of like the World Cup. So what they do is they kind of sponsor or help you to be able to buy tokens for your team. And right now we're in World Cup season, so I'm not surprised that Chili's is up right now. Chili's, Algorand, and Crypto.com. Yep. Chili's and Algo. I didn't know Crypto.com was a sponsor of the World Cup. They are. They're a sponsor <laughs> of everything. Well, that's true. Well, where is this? Where they get all the money after what happened with FTX? I'm worried about crypto.com. You gotta gotta keep an eye on that, Jackie. No, that's a really no. good point. And it's like Mark Yusko said, anytime he sees he a, sent me this hoodie, so I, I can't who did oh. crypto.com? Yeah, man. That's wow. right. Jackie, Jackie, watch Jackie. the show the world. Jackie, show the world your socks. I gotta show this. I gotta Pick show it up. Let's go show the world what you're sporting. Look at those guys. Crypto.com. I don't know. Nobody clicked that foot pick. I don't want <laughs> <laughs> That's going to get NFT eyes, tokenized. Jack no, no foot, no foot picks on GMC, please. But guys, I am pretty interested. After every all the dark rumors that we heard about CRO this past weekend, there were rumors that they were going to be halting deposits. Jackie, you're still supporting them. It's pretty interesting there. I'm going to put my neck on the line for them. No, I'm just kidding. Awesome, guys. Awesome. Send, me, send me all the ETH, baby. No. We're going to dive into the total coin market cap now. We're at $833 billion in total market cap. Bitcoin is 38% dominance. Ethereum is about 18%. We've got Bitcoin sitting at 16700 Ethereum is 1200 XRP is $0.37. Cents. Cardano is $0.32. Cents. Polygon's 88 Algorand, 28 and, Card and Quant Network is sitting at $119. We've got some really interesting news, not only around the XRPL this morning, but Cardano is launching a stablecoin, Johnny. That's going to be one of the first stories we show. What are some of the things that you're watching this morning? And then we'll roll into that article. Yeah, you know, again, <clears throat> the usual suspects. I always keep my, I have my own, my, my set of, you know, coins that I like to look into. But one of the ones I've been watching, actually, I won't say watch, but actually dollar cost average. And I hate to say it because I don't want anybody to run out and go buy it. Okay, so don't do what I do. All right, just go do your research though. But I really, really like DYDX uh, exchange. You know, it got a major pump since FTX went down. You're seeing a lot of DEXs and exchanges now starting to uh, go up abs because and DAOs because people and trust wallets, or I should say wallets, particularly trust wallet. Everybody's moving kind of starting to realize like it's safer to be off the platforms. You know, what are these other alternatives? And, you know, you got trust wallet, you got exits, you got atomic, you've got DAOs, you've got DEXs, right? And, and DYDX is one of those. So, yeah, so I'm I I actually bought bought it. I'm dollar cost averaging in. All time highs were like around twenty eight thirty. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. It was all time highs. Click the all time high. It was like twenty eight twenty nine dollars, and it's sitting as low as a dollar fifty or something. I think I was picking it up at somewhere in that range. So I like this one. I think it's a long term play. It's a long hold. Yeah, two bucks. But it's actually one of the few coins. If you look at what's going on in the market, abs, you want to be looking at stuff that 
hasn't dropped below their June lows. And there's only very few coins that haven't. If they're able to stay above the June lows, they're going to be in good shape. And Matic is one of those. DYDX is another one. Um, and I think XRP too. So those are the ones that I'm looking at that you asked what I'm looking I'm looking for the ones that stay above the June low. It tells me they have a really, really strong support behind it. And that's that to me means those are going to be geared up for a big bull run the next time we, we come around. My Another opinion. interesting project that you've reminded me about is Solana, Johnny. And one of the things that we're seeing now is that it's testing a really strong level of support. But if we break down below that $13 range, the next key level of support for Solana is going to be about $4. So $4 Solana could be the deal of a lifetime. Jackie, I'd love to get some thoughts from you. Is there any projects that you're keeping an eye on? We've got an update for our listeners later in the episode talking about how a stable coin was not only launched on Cardano, but it was also launched on the XRPL. And that could be really interesting for the SEC. But before we dive into that, what's on your mind, Jackie? Yeah, I, I think what Johnny said about DEXs is is big and DAOs. Um, those are definitely things that I'm looking at. I'm, you know, kind of in accumulation, always layer ones, layer twos. Um, but in particular, like ZK, those that have ZK rollup and EVM compatibility um, and functionality, that's, that's what I'm looking at. I think that that, I've been saying that a lot within calls that we have within the academy with my team. Um I think that's going to be a huge niche and a huge theme um, come this next bull run. So that's what I'm looking at. Thank you so much, Jackie. And we've got some Sam Bankman freed news for our listeners later in the episode. But NFT Tones, you may not even believe the tweet I'm about to show you because earlier this week, the New York Times revealed that there was going to be an event on November 30th where some of the largest players in the world were going to be speaking. We had Mark Zuckerberg, Secretary uh, Janet L. Yellen, President of the Ukraine, and one of our favorites, Rat Snake Weasel, Sam Bankman-Fried, was going to be making an appearance, and they were charging people 2400 to go to this conference and hear them speak. What do you think about the New York Times doing its best to publicly promote Sam Bankman-Fried? This was before the collapse took place. Then afterwards, they posted a bunch of articles painting him in a really positive light. What's on your mind, NFT Tones? What does this mean to you, my friend? Yo, I just find that wild. The, the, the most, I think, 2400 per ticket to go see Sam Bankman Freed talk. And then his now exchange is now disfunct. I, I can't believe that. That is wild. $2,400 to go see him speak. I mean, it. I, I really wonder what they were going to speak about. I really wonder what this conference would have pertained to. This was canceled though, right? Was this canceled or was he just removed from the ticket? He was removed from the ticket. I'm not yeah. sure if they completely canceled the event, but if you did show up, I'm sure there'd be some dark, dark stuff going on. Why is the president of Ukraine, isn't he supposed to be fighting a, a war they, or something? They, you know what's really interesting? Now that we're in 2022, they came out with this product. It's called Zoom. So people are actually ah, allowed to communicate ah, from different parts of the planet. It's really you, interesting. So you mean even through Zoom, this guy's got time to be to be coming to I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I just thought that was pretty I guess funny, the though. war, does, I guess protecting these people doesn't matter. He's got time for a Zoom call. But you know okay. what's interesting, Johnny, is that even after the collapse, even after we watched FTX go down, they were still publishing articles about Sam Bankman-Fried, not only calling him brilliant, but saying that it was an accident and that he should be trusted again. He's going to rebuild this thing. They're doing yeah. everything they can to support this guy. And this is another example. That's what happens when you buy your, your freedom. What do you mean? All these guys, all these guys got a cut of that. Yeah. You know, oh, here, here's some for you. Some for, you know, uh, how does, uh, well, what's her name? Do it here. Some for you. You get some, you get Oprah, some. You get you get some. Oprah, yeah. You get some free money. You get some free, you get some FTX, you get some FTX. Everybody gets FTX tokens. 
Unbelievable. Awesome, guys. And we're going to roll into our first article for today. But before we do that, we got 257 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. If you would pay $2,400 to hear Sam Bankman-Fried speak, smash that like button three times for us. But we're going to let this article show out for our listeners. As Cardano's based regulated stablecoin, USDA will hit the open market in early 2023. This stablecoin would be the first fully backed regulatory compliant stablecoin built in the Cardano ecosystem. So this could be a huge step for DeFi on the Cardano network. USDA will be the first fully backed fiat currency and regulated compliant stablecoin on the Cardano network. The next step for realizing the future of our community is by establishing a stablecoin to unleash use cases. USDA is part of Ermgo's Azens product, a broader plan that would offer users financial services and products functioning on Cardano-based assets. These plans include lending and borrowing services, crypto card payments, and bridge between traditional assets and DeFi projects. One of the biggest hits we've seen taken during this bear market is Cardano's DeFi ecosystem, which in March of 2022 was over $300 million. Today, it's just over $50 million. So what the Azins Project's goal is going to be, it's going to be to tokenize the USDA token and allow that to be spent directly on debit and credit cards as, wires, as well as wire transfers on the Cardano network. Johnny Crypto, this is some groundbreaking news here. What do you think this could do for the Cardano DeFi ecosystem? I think this is brilliant for the Cardano ecosystem if you're trying to bank the unbanked and doing it with a fixed stablecoin makes total sense. Again, Charles is a brilliant guy. You know, nobody, Charles is like Trump, right? Nobody likes him because of his mouth, but his brain is really good in terms of, you know, he's a really smart dude. Uh, he's developing a good product, taking his time doing it and targeting an area that needs needs his services. So I think it's great in doing it with a stable coin that now is going to enable credit card purchases. It's just brilliant. Overall ecosystem. The, the, the only question I have is when you look at this, everybody and their mother's doing it. Well, we're going we're to talk in a minute about XRP doing launching a stable coin too. Or on, I shouldn't say XRP. What I should have said was a stable coin being launched on the XPL network. And so you're going to just see a lot more of these. And the question is, how are they going to coexist together? And what's going to be, well, we already know it's going to be the real stable coin. We know it's going to be a CBDC. We know that the federal, uh, the New York Federal Reserve Bank is running a pilot. Did we talk about that yesterday? Did we launch uh, that? Yes, we did. 12 weeks, 12 week pilot they're going to be launching, I think, next week. So that's coming and that will be the real one. But I'm curious to see, Abs, when that launches and that becomes the standard, how are all these other, you know, stable coins going to play out? Are they going to go away because the CBDC is the standard or are they going to coexist? You know, are people going to use it? It's going to be very interesting. I mean, we're so early. It's hard to tell how it's going to play out. But these are all, as Mark Jusko says, the question sometimes is more important than the answer. And that's the question I have in my head that I'm looking to see. And I think this is one step towards the progression towards central bank digital currencies. First, they're going to get everybody comfortable with stable coins and using them for DeFi networks. Then they're going to roll out a government-regulated centralized coin, and they'll say it's much safer than some of these DeFi products. But I did want to go back to Jackie here. One of the big advantages that's going to be coming with this stable coin is you're going to be able to uh, swap your Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other cryptocurrencies and then get utility out of the stable coin that ADA has created. So what do you think that could mean for ADA users? And do you see this you know, contributing to some price action over the long term. Yeah, definitely. I can see that, you know, their stable coins going to gain a market cap, just like we see with USDC and USDT. Um, but this is, I just want to, you know, kind of touch base on the, the macro perspective of this, you know, after all of this stuff that came out with um, Terra, with FTX, all these things, you know, all of the, all of those stable coins crashed, burned, um, you know, 
no more, no more on um, Terra Luna, no more on um, FTX, a stable coin. And then Cardano comes out that they are producing a stable coin. So it's, it's very much like you have to look at the macro perspective of this. Are they just that strategic and that, you know, crafty and in, in being able to, to, I don't know, perform at the right time and have everything ready. I honestly, I think that that I, I have full faith in Cardano as far as um, that they're going to last around a long time. I don't know if they're in on the mix uh, of everything that's going on, on behind the scenes. I would say so. Um, but yeah, it's just you have to kind of zoom out and look at the macro perspective of those things. Um, Cardano coming out with a stablecoin, XRP coming out with stablecoin. You know, those those are things that are catching my eye after we seeing all all of this other stuff crash and burn. Johnny, I got to kick it right back to you because people are criticizing Charles for the way that he's been kissing up to the SEC. Now we see that Cardano's launching a stablecoin on their network. Could this be a little three D chess here? Charles trying to get ahead of the SEC before they crack him down for some unregulated non security. It's brilliant, brilliant, smart. Why would you not? Why would you pick a fight with the guy that can? You ever heard this? So here's a here's a simple term. I'm sure most of you people have heard this. Never bite the hand that feeds you, okay? It's just so simple. Why would you want to pick a fight and poke the bear with the guy that can bust your chops? It just makes no sense. He's better off. Oh, I love this video. I can't wait to get to this. I love these people making these memes. But, you know, just be smart. Be smart about it. Don't pick a bear. Don't poke the bear. Go do what you got to do and get your technology out there. Because if you poke the bear and you get sued and you're sitting in a two-year lawsuit like Ripple does, you know who that hurts? That hurts us, the common guy. Hurts all the warrior yep. mania. Hurts everybody out there. Has anybody benefited from the fact? I mean, yeah, some of us have because we got XRP cheap. But the reality, yeah, smash that. Take your elbow. Give that warrior. Give that that, that like button a warrior elbow smash. But no, Abs, we don't want to see. I, I'm glad that he's smart about it. I, people are like, oh, he's kissing out. Who cares? He's doing the right thing for his business. The right thing to do. I got no problem with it. NFT yeah. Tunk, I know you had a comment. Floor is yours, my friend. So all I want to say is I feel like this is huge. Getting a Cardano coin that is a stable coin that is pegged or backed by actual assets. I feel like that is huge. But in other news, if you're looking to where to keep your Cardano, I recommend keeping it on your atomic wallet because at least then it's on a hot wallet and it's safer than these exchanges. And you can also get 5% staking on there. So that's something to keep in mind. And another thing to keep in mind when looking at a project like Cardano is the price chart regression that we've experienced during this bear market. When I look at this price chart here, we're coming down and sitting on a level of support that has shown to be the only level of support before a bear market bottom. Check out these price targets before the bull run. We were sitting at about 15, 12 cents for several months, and then we rocketed getting over 100x gains. Johnny, now we've completed about a 99% regression on this price chart, which typically indicates the bottom of a bear market here. We got 274 live listeners joining us. For anyone just tuning in, Cardano has launched a stablecoin that's going to allow users to use their debit and credit cards within the DeFi ecosystem of Cardano. Johnny Crypto, any closing remarks on this article before we dive into some XRP news? Yeah, I mean, it's one of these that I have in my bags. I've loved Cardano from a very, very long time. You know, when I realized when I first got into crypto, Cardano, uh, Charles was one of the guys that helped develop Ethereum. And as he left it, he left it to build a better Ethereum. And that's what he's trying to do with Cardano. And that's why Jackie's off limits. <laughs> Jackie, everybody's in love with you. Of course, no surprise. We're in love with you too. Hey, that's our Jackie, by the way. You guys can't have her. It's but the hoodie. It's the hoodie. It's the hoodie. Yeah, everybody's turned on by the hoodie. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. He, he, it's a good technology. 
Um, I like what he's doing and he's doing it right. And to me, if you haven't got into it, you know, you just said it, it's what 99% or 95% retrace. I'm again, I'm not a financial advisor. I can't tell you to get into it, but if you wanted to DCA to me, if I were DCAing it, if I didn't have my bags already packed with it, this would be a place that I personally would be DCAing into. Thank you so much, Roto. And we're about to dive into some XRP news for today because this, this is a really, really exciting update for our listeners. And some people comment, well, some of these updates, they don't move the price. This is an update that could actually move the price for many of the ISO compliant tokens. ComBank announces a migration to the XRP standard starting in November of 2022. ComBank is to begin using the XRP standard, and that's going to begin on November 17th of 2022. It will begin a migration into cross-border payments to the ISO 20022 standard this month. ComBank will transition all of its payments into the advanced standard by November of 2025. So for anybody out there who's predicting what could cause the next bull run for many of these utility tokens, the banks are going to be using the blockchain to transfer money cross-border. That's going to be one. So from November of 2022, cross payments will start to migrate into ISO protocols with all payments being made and received using ISO protocols by November of 2025. The XRP standard migration offers a new and unmatched possibility for cross-border transactions. So we decided what is this XRP standard they're referring to? This is Ripple Labs' new project that introduces a new standard for minting NFTs on the XRPL. You're going to be able to tokenize real-world assets put those onto XRP's blockchain and send them for basically no money and no time. Jackie, I'd love to start with you with this update. We're seeing the world shift away from the old banking system into the new and XRP is taking center stage. What does that mean to you that they're going to be using XRP standards for cross-border payments? Man, I love to see this. I mean, if you guys don't know yet, uh, we are launching a project on XRPL. And this is exactly why uh, we know, you know, all of these other things are crashing. There, there are phoenixes, phoenixes that are rising from the ashes. I mean, we just talked about Cardano. We're talking about XRP right now. Um, and this is where, you know, uh, every one of our team members has full faith in Ripple and in XRP, XRP Ledger, what they're doing. Um, and this is exactly why all of the standards that they're meeting, everything that they are um coming compliant with that they're doing. Um, it's what we like to see and what we are pl placing our bets on as well. Um, and if you don't know about that project that we are launching, go back and watch the non-fungible show that aired on Wednesday um, and join xroyalty.io. Abs, if we could bring up that website later on later too. Later Perfect. On. We'll do Jackie. Awesome. Uh, and NFT Tones, I'd love to go to you for some comments here because Jackie brought up some really good points about how this migration, it's not optional, it's necessary. And the fact that XRP is taking center stage is no surprise because Ripple is one of the only companies to be announced as an official member of the ISO 20022 standards body, becoming a member of the distributed ledger technology. So Ripple actually partnered to enable the next step in global interoperability and meeting to evolve the needs of their customers. Ripple is now a part of the ISO 20022 standards body and the first member focused on specifically distributed ledger technology for cross-border payments, NFT tones. We're kicking it to you. And then Johnny, what does this news mean to you, my friend? Yeah, so I feel like this is huge. So XRP basically is the first actual ISO 20022 coin. And basically, I feel like this means that if you have chosen xrp you know it's a good horse to have in this race but it also means that you should also constantly be looking at the other iso 2022 coins because you never know other good potential horses could pop up and like johnny always says it's always good to have multiple horses in the race 
And that's what I've been doing. I've been always loading up on different ISO 2022 coins specifically for this moment, because now that the banks are going over and using these ISO 2022 coins, I think that this is going to be huge. And that like Ad said, it's going to boost or we can see a big gain with a majority of these now that the banks are going to start using this. I feel like this is huge. I definitely, if you haven't done your financial research, go do it because it's not financial advice, but I would definitely load up on some of these coins before this switch actually starts to happen and starts to actually take place and we start to see the next leg up. As slowly as this market has progressed over the last 12 months, I think people fail to understand there's going to be a day when there's the haves versus the have-nots. And I think this is going to be one of the lines in the sand that determines that, Johnny. We got 284 live listeners joining us. Roto, I'm not sure if you're in the live chat, but if not, I'd love to go to you for this news here because we've got another update from the timeline on Swift's migration into ISO compliance. In November of 2022, the Euro system will start clearing transactions and migrating over to ISO protocols that's actually going to be happening this weekend, Johnny. We've been looking at these dates for years now. It's finally here. What are you anticipating, my friend? Not from a price action standpoint, but what does it mean to you? Um, I think for me, it's, you know, it's a good, uh, you know, like we've been talking about all along. We know that we need the ISO standards to be driving this. To me, this is actually really exciting news that we're seeing banks and countries working together, you know, leveraging the ISO. And I've been saying for a while that while they migrate to this abs, we don't know. <laughs> it's actually good to see the young kids are listening, which horse is going to win the race here, right? So I like the fact that you already got a few banks saying, hey, we're putting our stake in the ground for XRP. And there's going to be some other people going to put a stake in the ground for, you know, something, you know, for something else, for all the, the other coins, maybe XDC or the other coins that are ISO standard or XLM or Algorand, who knows? So they're going to, you're going to start to see these flags or stakes going in the ground. And to me, what's going to be interesting is to see, yeah, this here is super exciting news. I agree with Jackie. This got me actually really excited because you want to be seeing banks putting their stakes in the ground for this because that is like a vote of confidence so that when this whole system comes together and they try to figure out what it's going to be, if you have a bunch of banks using XRP and another set of banks using XDC, and another set, then they're going to try to figure out how to incorporate those into it. But if there's one dominant one that's overruling the rest of them, then that one's going to win. So I'm glad to see that XRP, at least at least there's some banks putting a stake in the ground for them into this. Yeah, to me, that's exciting. Abs. I really think this is good news. But we need to see more of this. We need to see uh, more of this going. Just to jump in really quick, that's exactly, I mean, we've been saying that on the show for such a long time. All of these things, when you start to see projects migrate on on similar standards, for example, NFTs, you know, NFT integration, everyone's jumping on the metaverse, stable coins are a big hot topic right now, all of those, because they're trying to stay relevant. When you see that, that's good. Um, but again, still do your research, but the relevancy to, to last for the long term is exactly what I like to see in a, you know, in a layer one. And Johnny, you know what this reminds me of is that speech we heard from Gilbert Verdi in a couple of weeks ago, talking about how in 2014, Ripple went around to the central banks and said that they would need to start adopting Ripple's technology, right? And one of the problems that they ran into is they weren't an aggregate. They couldn't just seamlessly merge into the traditional finance. They actually had to build out the banks on a new system. And that was going to be a big hurdle for them. What do you think about Ripple officially announcing that many of the banks around the world are not only accepting of this technology, 
They're currently migrating over in 2022. In 2025, they're going to be running all transactions through these blockchains. And that's what gets me real excited about this market. We got 306 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We've got a really interesting update coming on Bank of America using XRP. But Johnny, I'd love to go back to you. What do you think about what Gilbert Verdian said that Ripple's biggest problem is they're not an aggregate? He's right. That's he's 100% right about it. You know, that's the mistake they made doing this. And we're going to have to see at the end of the day, if enough people use it, as I said earlier, I think it'll still end up being out there. But Quant is going to be is going to also play a role in it, or link. One of the two is going to play a role, in, you know, also bringing it all together. So it's just too early to tell apps. There's too many moving pieces. And so for me, God, I'm going to sound like a dead horse. Speaking of dead horse, no pun intended. You got it. You got to have horses in the race, and that's why I'm happy about making sure I've got all those ISO coins packed in my bag, brother. They're all packed in there. Thank you, Johnny. And I think this would be a great time to show our listeners the smartest way to track your crypto. And then we're going to dive into some news about how Tether could be a potential black swan. And we brought some hard evidence for our listeners. But before we do that, Johnny Crypto, roll that ad, my friend. Let's find out how to keep track of all your coins. Have you gotten wrecked in the crypto market space or watched your crypto portfolio go all the way up and then all the way down without taking profits? If so, it's probably because you didn't have an exit plan. The good news is that doesn't need to happen anymore thanks to a new and innovative crypto tracker called Merlin. It's the smartest way to track your crypto. Merlin brings all your coins into one place so you can see all your assets across the different exchanges on one screen. You can see your total portfolio value and more importantly, your daily gains, losses and total since inception. Merlin puts the power back in your hands so you no longer have to guess what your portfolio is doing on a daily or monthly basis. Most importantly, Merlin lets you create an exit plan and sends you notifications when your targets are reached so you no longer have to get wrecked in the marketplace. Go to MerlinCrypto.com, that's MerlinCrypto.com, and sign up for early access for our free 30-day trial and get on the wait list so you can receive an email when the product is launched this fall. Don't miss out on this new and innovative app, Merlin. It's the smartest way to track your crypto. Johnny Crypto, I know we aren't allowed to announce many of our official partners, but we've got CJV in the building this morning. Shout out to our fearless leader. We love you, CJV, and I'm sure he would support the Ripple ad. But Johnny, what are some of your thoughts on Merlin? Then we'll dive into the Tether news. Ah, mute button gotcha. There, I said, there he is. Finally, he's back. The whole world's been asking, where is he, Johnny? Is he alive? Is he healthy? Did he commit suicide? Did he get banned? I got so many questions of what happened to CJV. Guys, the reality is CJV just took some time to do what everybody should do, which is reach. Hey, there's Dustin in the back. CJV should basically, you know, he did what everybody should do. You take times to, 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 what's the word? Take care of yourself, right? Recharge your batteries. Go seek who you are, you know, and, and you have to put some love into yourself, right? And CJV does that. Good for him. And he's and we're all learning from him, too, of how to put yourself first sometimes. That's just so important because um, we're here for everybody, right? But sometimes you just have to recharge your own battery. So good for him. Happy to see he's back. Can't wait to see him, brother. But uh, I forgot what else you asked me. What was the question? No, you answered it right there, my friend. Jackie, I'm going to give you the floor, and then we'll dive into the tether news. All right, real quick. I want to say shout-out to Dustin and B. I'm in the office with them today. And they, uh, they, you know, they help create B, Dustin, Josh. They help create all these backgrounds and stuff that you see on GMC. So shout-out to them. We have an awesome team, guys. I just freaking love them. We really do. Yeah, and shout-out to Bellino as well. Bellino is in the live chat, another great friend of the show. Love you, Bellino. Let's Bellino. dive into this. We got 316 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. This 
This is a groundbreaking update from Tether here, Johnny Crypto, and this is one that you may find interesting. We've long talked about how Tether could be the catalyst for a black swan event. We've got some hardcore evidence here as Almeida research consisted of over of over 60% of the trading volume happening with Tether was going through Almeida research. And this could be a major red flag for the industry. I'd love to get some brief thoughts from you. And then I'm going to give my own details into why the hell I think Almeida was doing this. Oof. You know, that's, that's an actually very, very interesting chart. I haven't seen this yet. That, that does have me a little concerned. The question though, is are they holding? So I guess it's the tether received. Yeah. So they, they got a bunch of tether. So let's see. They exchanged tether for some asset. That asset is now dead. It depends. I guess. I, yeah, this could be hurtful. No question about it. If it, if, if these funds get either frozen or taken away from, uh, Mina, it's gonna be very interesting to see how this whole thing plays out. We know that the contagion from this whole um fraud man actually, there's a new name for fraud man now. You know, I call him fraud man, but you know what I heard yesterday? They're calling him Mini Madoff. <laughs> you know, I shouldn't laugh about it, it's terrible, but because he, he's a scumbag. But I do like this dude. Mini, <laughs> Mini Madoff is a good name for him, too. So he's the he's the Mini Madoff fraud man, you know, debacle that's caused has set this whole thing off. You know, but I was telling my friends yesterday, at the end of the day, I think what will be interesting is that when we look back on this a year from now, hopefully people who got hurt will get some of their money back. And for those who don't, um, we'll look back at this and this will be a moment that maybe would have been a great time to DCA into it, Abs. And so, you know, I've been taking advantage of it and I know a lot of other people are DCAing it too. I actually have some really good uh, polls to share with you. So I'm not going to, I've been saying enough, so I'm going to stop talking. But before yeah. the end of the show, I got some two interesting polls I want to share with you or where the mindset of a people and where they think the bottom is in crypto. That's awesome, Johnny. And I'm excited to see those polls. Jackie, I want to kick it to you because there's something really interesting that's happening right now. Typically when a market reaches its bottom, you have a major player. Like in 2008, we had Enron collapse and that's what led to the whole market collapsing this week or this year. We've had FTX collapse and that drove all of crypto prices down. We've got Bitcoin sitting at 16,500 and regardless of if we're about to reach another leg down, it does appear that these are relatively safe levels to start dollar cost averaging just because of the massive price regression we've already experienced so far. What do you think about the tether news here that Almeida, but consisted of over 60% of the trading that was happening on USDT? I want to say two things uh, to what you were saying. So first, again, macro perspective, I, both of these things have to do with macro perspective that I'm about to say. Number one is, is the stable coin. You know, we talked about stable coins on, on Terra. We talked about stable coins on FDX. Now we're talking about Tether. This is one. I'm not going to say whether or not it's going to crash. I don't want to make that prediction. But this is definitely something that a lot of people have been eyeing in the space. Um, so, again, stable coins, you have to watch that narrative because that's they're going to make the phoenix rise from the ashes from that, that all, the, all the shit that's going on with this. And then number two, you talked about accumulation. The prices we're at now are fine, macro perspective. I mean, we've come down so much in the market. Don't, don't, uh, don't rip yourself of the opportunity that we have now. You know, we you could have even greater of an opportunity a little bit later, but this is an opportunity now. So I would take it. Thank you, Jackie. And we often reference how it's a problem reaction solution situation when they're coming out with regulation. It's exactly what we have here today, NFT tones. We're seeing the market collapse. Governments are circling the crypto market saying, we got to regulate this thing. And one of our great listeners, Mentelec, this guy is brilliant. He said, the crypto market will keep going down until the systematic issues are resolved. 
in the next few months. And that's exactly the point I'm trying to make. Governments around the world are going to use this FTX, as, FTX collapse as an excuse to regulate the crypto market. When anybody who's been following the situation knows this was a corruption issue, not a regulation issue. So NFT Tones, I'd love to hear some of your thoughts. Then we'll close it out with Johnny K. I find this really interesting. It really brings the question, were they trying to short the USDT? And it really brings the question, like, if this was their goal, why were they doing it? And apparently, analysts that have went through this have said that they Almeida, Almeida did this by supplying USDC on, on Aave and then barring USDT. Further, the platform swaps USDT to USDC on the curve and the transaction has been recorded on Aetherscan. So if this turns out to be true, then the USDT tethers or reserves need to actually burn more than they did originally. So I find this really interesting. What a mess, Towns. It causes a huge problem in a mess. And I, it brings me to long term. I really think that they were trying to short USDT. And it, it really shows that they were trying to actually make a mess out of the whole crypto space. Johnny, and that's what's frustrating about the crypto market. People often forget that if you're going to survive in this market, you got to take profits, which means that you're taking money from somebody else. And Almeida was shorting US Tether and taking money from retail investors legally or illegally. Almeida and FTX were stealing from retail. So this is interesting. Why don't you close us out on this Tether article? Maybe some things we should keep an eye on. I think the point is you have to realize that they did nothing different that happens in the stock market today. Same stuff happens. The same manipulation happens. So if you're going to play in this game, you need to know the game so you don't get played. You know, coach talks about that all the time. At the end of the day, um, I'm not here to swing trade or day trade. So for me, a lot of this noise that we're going through right now doesn't matter to me. Everybody knows. I bet you I don't even have to say it. Everybody in the, in the chat knows what I'm waiting for, right? I've been saying this for a while. 2025 to 2030, that's when I'll be looking at what the what this marketplace is doing. Till then, I really don't care. I'm, I'm sitting here for the long-term play. Yes, I've got an exit strategy. If things pump, you know, without, uh, let's say things pump before I think they're going to pump, of course, I'm going to take some profits. I'm not retarded, and anybody should if you see the profits. But the reality is, Abs, I'm sitting here for the long-term play, so none of this short stuff doesn't bother me. As long as my stuff doesn't go under, you know, thank God I was smart enough to not be an FTX. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not looking at the day to day or the week to week noise. Go pull up the chart that we show on this, this show several months ago. Look at the exponential growth of how this market goes. And we showed you what it did for the internet. And we showed you where crypto is today. We're at the very beginning, boys. I ain't selling down here. And I'm Johnny, just to up. add to your point, if this is internet adoption, it's not 2004, it's not 2001, it's 1997, 1997 my friend. Baby. And I think that's what Elon Musk understands when he's talking about eventually integrating blockchain payments into social media. He knows this is just how the evolution works. He's able to see a few years ahead, and he knows that's what's coming. We got 321 live listeners out there. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We've got a brand new live update of a wrestling match that happened between Elon Musk and Sam Bankman-Fried's FTX, but luckily, one of our good friends was there to save the day. So we're going to let this short clip play and go back to the group. Here we go. Johnny, there's no sound on this video, so we're just going to live comment. We've got CZ coming in. Sam Bankman-Fried is backing up here, and BitBoy Crypto comes in. It comes in from outside the rain, folks. It comes. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, there is music on it, actually. I don't know why it's not playing, but it, it's just it's hilarious. Who's ever making these memes out there? I just love these things. They're great. <laughs> you see Slam come in smacking somebody. And then, <laughs> and then you got CZ in there. And he gets double teamed <laughs> with BitBoy Crypto laying the smack down on him. Pow! 
Yeah, that was fantastic. Man. I love it, Johnny Crypto. And that's just more of a fun article for our listeners before we dive into some humor. real news. Need a but little humor. Gotta go laugh ahead. in life. You gotta laugh. You know what's funny? If you just smile, even if you fake smile, just do this. Just do that. They say that alone will change. Yeah, there you go, Jack. Well, maybe not show your teeth, but <laughs> but uh, you will basically live longer. There's study proven facts that smiling and laughing will make you live longer because of the type of endorphins and things that releases in your body. I'm not a medical guy, but basically, yeah. So smile, guys. That was to make you live longer and enjoy That's awesome, your crypto. Johnny Crypto. We don't just do crypto content on this channel. Apparently, we do life advice as well, my friends. And Johnny Crypto is a great guy, so I'm going to take my life advice from him. Let's roll into this article here because this is a really interesting update from the XRPL. As they announced a USD stablecoin that's going to be launched but it's SEC qualified. So this is going to be an interesting detail and maybe even something that's added into the lawsuit. Stably Corporation is based in Seattle and announced the official launch of its multi-chain USD stablecoin, Stably. They've decided that they were going to be launching this on the XRP ledger as well as a number of other compliant blockchains. It's going to be launching on 11 other blockchains such as Ethereum, Stellar, VeChain. I saw one of our live listeners comment about VeChain and Tezos. So this source also stated that the USDC is a regulatory compliant asset that worked with the SEC to be considered an SEC qualified custodian. The USDC is a fully backed asset one-to-one -one rate and can be exchanged at any moment or any time. It was created together with a US regulated and SEC qualified custodian, but the document reveals that it's just Stably's custodian partner. It doesn't break down the specific details. There will be regulatory attendees for the month basis of fiat reserves, Every single token remains redeemable and fully backed by USDC. The company launched its stablecoin on Ethereum nearly four years ago, and it's being utilized by some of the largest players on the planet. We've got Fedwire and Swift both using this stablecoin, as well as over 200 countries around the world. And one of the reasons that they decided to, to launch on the XRPL is because XRP's ledger is going to be massive for unlocking potential use cases through state-of-the-art products and technology. So Johnny Crypto, more validation that XRP has one of the best products in the market, but we've got a connection here to Fedwire as well as the SWIFT system using this stablecoin. So very, very interesting. We know they're already using this technology. They can get cheaper transactions on the XRP as opposed to Ethereum. So what do you think about this news? Oh, this is fantastic. I mean, again, more and more use cases. And now we finally have our first ever stablecoin built on the XRPL ledger. It just shows you that. To me, I hey, I'm not from Krypton. That's I think Krypton isn't that uh, Superman's uh, Kryptonite, <laughs> but it's not a Krypton. But anyway, uh, the point is, uh, where the hell was I going with this? There, yeah, so the the XRP ledger is huge, and we know that what we've been saying on this show, and what I want to see as an XRP hodler, is more and more use cases and examples of that, and you see it happening. And XRP has such a huge community. Just ask Charles, anybody else that tries to mess with the XRP army, <laughs> you get slaughtered. So the reality is because that community is so loyal, so faithful, so large, it would be shocking to me to not see a bunch of developers developing on the XRPL ledger. And speaking of developing on the XRP ledger, I believe Jackie has some news about what we're developing on the XRP ledger, maybe called XRT royalty. I don't know. I'll just let you go, Jackie. The floor is yours. Thank you. Yes, guys, um, again, go back and watch to get more details on what we are launching. But I do want to talk about that just a little bit. Um, we are launching on the XRP Ledger. We have a project called X Royalty. 
Um, the Discord is open at this time. The website um, email funnel is open as well. So abs, if we have that, we could show that. Um, but we. Yeah. Sorry, okay. guys. The website's actually too strong. It's like glitching in the background because I got okay. too many tabs up. No worries. It's okay. xroyalty.io. Um, go and join that mailing list. Also, go and join the Discord for our project. Um, just to touch on our project just a little bit from the tech side, just like that quote had said at the end, you know, they partnered with Ripple because of their tech and their state of the art um, projects that they have coming. So that is a reason why we believe in XRP as well, XRP Ledger, and that is why we launched a project on XRP Ledger. But this project is much more than just tech. This project um, does you know, represent our community and represent what our company is all about. And we are all about empowering people to understand, you know, their, their divine identity, understand that their battle is not against anyone, but is against their own consciousness. And that is the battle that we face every day as well, that we talk about all the time on this show. You know, we can sit there and point the finger at, you know, the, the, um, the elites and and the government officials and this and that, while it is frustrating and we do get caught up in those moments, um, you know, it is against your own consciousness. It is against, you know, everything's a choice to feel that way or to feel like you're hopeless. So we definitely want to empower our people, our community, our tribe, our family to, to know that they, you know, at the end of the day, it is all within. So that is like the biggest mission with this project. And you also have a ton of utility packed into this thing. I don't want to give it all away. Um, Cause I want you guys to go find it out for yourself, but you will be able to meet a lot of us, um, especially, you know, um, coach JV. So that is, that is probably the biggest utility that comes with this project. So go check it out. Um, we are, we are extremely proud of it and what it represents. Thank you so much, Jackie. And there's actually a link down below in the description. So if you guys are interested, I believe it's the third link down below, click on the link, sign up totally free, and you can check out some more details. But Johnny Crypto, we've got a great update for our listeners here because we're going to show you some hard evidence about how the world is ready to migrate. And we've got countries in Europe and Australia shifting over and using blockchain for cross-border payments. This is one of our friends, Crypto Lulu. I believe he's going to be coming on the show in early December to break down some more details. But here's a great clip here, and then we're going to kick it around the group. Here we go. That, not just the bank, but also the country-specific bank. So I'll give you a few here. Um, we've got Australia and New Zealand Bank. They're already across the board with advanced certification. Okay, They're ready. And they are not just ready in Australia and New Zealand. They're also ready in their Indonesia branch. So I'd just like to remind people, we've continued to show updates throughout the week of ISO-compliant banks that are shifting as we speak, and he just brought up quite a few, we've got New Zealand and we've got Australia, and now we've got another bank in Australia. We have the central bank, and now we have the second largest bank. Both shift over into ISO-compliant tokens, Johnny. I think this is some great insight here. I'd love to hear what you think. He's talked about this for quite a while, but finally the shift is taking place. Is this a time when we start to see blockchain payments actually facilitate cross-border? Um, I mean, in small trials and in test cases and betas and things like that, I think, yes, that's what you're going to start to see. Crypto Lulu, by the way, will be on the show. Mark your calendar, guys. He'll be on uh, the end of this month, November 30th. So nice. last Wednesday of this month, he'll be coming on the show. Um, fortunately, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it that day, but you guys will be fine without me. But uh, nonetheless, yeah, I think that we will. We are starting to see countries line up to these standards. I mean, that's why they create it, right? And that's why I'm excited about Quant because the, the way you see things, people lining up behind ISO, I think the next thing is, as you'll see, 
the same thing lining up to go out behind Quant as well. But before we before we um, move too far in the show, and I forget, I do want to share with you a really interesting poll that, uh, that I ran. Yeah, sorry, that's my phone. And I, yes, I should have. Uh, you're right. I should've. Anyway, uh, let me share this with you. Um, so, you know, I was just curious based on all the debacle and all the fear and uncertainty and greed and, you know, that I'm hearing in the marketplace, not greed, but fear, uncertainty and doubt, you know, a lot of FUD going on. A lot of people calling me, Johnny, what's going on? So I said, let's find out what people are thinking. And it's interesting that now that we've kind of hit, you know, people were saying that they kind of thought 17.5 was the bottom. And now that we've busted below that, now people no longer think we're even at the bottom. If you look at this chart, this poll here, right? We're getting a sense that about 70, almost 65% of people think we still have have lower to go. So I was like, okay, let's see how low people think we have to go. So if we scroll up a little higher, you'll see here. Where is it? There it is. So I did a second poll, follow-up, just to see what people think the bottom is in Bitcoin. And you can see here, Abs, that about 70% or so, almost 70%, think that our bottoms are somewhere between... 12 and a half and 15. Now, what's interesting here is when we did this poll about a, about two months ago, it was it was kind of bimodal. There were just two numbers. It was like 17, 5 and 10. Everybody thought it was going to be one or the other. But now that we've dropped through the 17, 5, you can see very interestingly now, nobody thinks 10 is the bottom anymore. It's like the least number. In fact, people think it's going to be either 10 or 12, or, I'm sorry, 12 or 15, or as low as 7,500. There's a quarter of the people think we're going way lower than 10. So this is going to be very, very interesting to see. I think, you know, what you will see is we're going to get a wick. If it does get to any of these levels, it'll wick down there quickly and boom, we'll jump right out of there. If we wick down there and we stay there, Abs, uh, then we're in for a long time, long haul sideways play. So we'll have to see what happens. Um, but anyway, just thought I'd share that with you because I thought it was insightful. Thank you, Johnny. I really appreciate that. That's some great insight to know. And especially with a lot of people, although there wasn't too many people who participated in that poll, I think it shows some great insight into our, how our community is thinking, because I'm sure many of the people who voted on that are listeners of our show. We got 308 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We're about to dive into our Bank of America connections to XRP. And we've had some massive announcements come out this week around Ripple Swell events. So this is going to be interesting here. This first clip is revolving around the Ripple lawsuit and the conversations that were being had over in Europe. So we're going to let the short clip play and go back to some groups of comments. Here we go. Swell's a wrap this year, and all of my interaction with Ripple executives tell me that they are absolutely 100% confident the SEC case is going to end in their favor. All of their customers I spoke with who are already using ODL don't even care as far as about the SEC case. They're doing their own thing in their own markets, and they couldn't care less. And, and those that are waiting to use ODL were extremely optimistic for a favorable outcome. So listen, we appreciate all of our investing members. If you're a Link2 member and you have pretty much speaks for itself, Johnny Crypto. We've talked about this for quite a while. Regardless of the SEC lawsuit, Ripple's expansion into Europe and other continents around the world has been growing faster than ever. This is more validation here. Any thoughts on this clip? And then we'll go to Jackie. Yeah, I, you know, at the end of the day, nothing brings more music to my ears than hearing discussion and talk about the ODL. I mean, the ODL is where the use of XRP itself gets you know primarily used. I mean, the ODL could use other things, but primarily if you're using the LDL, you're probably going to use XRP. And so to me, that's what's exciting about it. But yeah, I'd love to see Jackie's take and even NFT tones. I'll jump in and then I'll go to tones. Sorry, I was just um, 
just kind of looking at all of the countries that we were talking about, you know, they're slowly making their way across. We talked about Australia, New Zealand, Indonesia, now they're hitting Europe. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just a matter of time until, you know, we sweep, sweep the rest of the continents and, and the rest of the countries and all, all of that good stuff. Um, what this is in Europe, correct? Abs? Yeah. It's in London. Okay. Yeah. Um, just like Johnny was saying, um, ODL, that is, that is the big utility that we love to see with XRP and just, I wanted to address a comment. It was way, way long ago, but they said like, um, I think it was love stonks said, touch on, touch on the Phoenix rising from the ashes. This is what I'm talking about. Um, when we were talking about the stable coins, things like that, you know, ripple is putting their, you know, their foot on ground and, and, you know, making waves, making themselves relevant, creating stable coins, you know, making sure their relevancy lasts um, throughout all of the storms. So good to see. Thank you so much, Jackie. And we're going to go to NFT Tones for some comments here. But I wanted to remind our listeners, this is a clip. It's a little bit of audio. It's a little bit tough here. But it's talking about how Bank of America is not only going to be using abs. Sorry, I just read the comment there. They're not only going to be using XRP, but they're going to unlock exponential use cases that are yet to be utilized. So I'm going to let this short clip play and go back to the group for some comments. Here we go. And he specifically said Bank of America. Bank of America is a huge partner of Ripple. And he said Bank of America... Bank of America stands to gain really big when the settlement happens because they're going to have a huge competitive advantage over their competitors by using ODL in the marketplace. Brad? I'm not sure if you guys could hear that there. So the reason the audio is so tough is because that's from live at the conference. There was a bunch of people talking. But what he said there is that Bank of America is going to capitalize most after the resolution of the XRP lawsuit because they're going to have a massive advantage over American competitors. And for anybody who doesn't know, back in 2019, the Bank of America actually applied for a patent to use XRP for cross-border payments. Now we're seeing them speak at Ripple Swell Conference in 2022, not only announcing that uh, XRP can be used for ODL, but it can be used for a number of other use cases, including the tokenization of real-world assets. NFT Tones, I'd love to get some comments from you, and then we'll kick it to Roto. Yeah, so I just want people to understand that there is real utility behind XRP and the use cases are here and that it's important to understand what this means. And so by, by being able to tokenize real world assets, it allows you to actually bring these items to the blockchain and allow you to sell them on the blockchain, but also get the physical item as well. So it's very, very interesting. And it goes to show you that this space like I said, we're only scratching the surface. And the fact that Brad Garlinghouse and all of them are so working so hard to bring this coin to fruition and give real use cases so that the SEC can't go, can't sh uh, shut them down and they lose the law, uh, lawsuit. It's very important to understand this. And it goes to show you that the more that they do, it, in the previous video, they told us that they have confidence that they're going to beat it, which means they know that they believe in their project and they trust that what they have is the real thing. Thank you, Tones and Johnny. I'm going to kick it to you, but I wanted to read this really quick report here. Ripple released this new insight yesterday talking about new use cases they've been working on with banks behind the scenes. Many of the use cases include inter internal treasury, vendor, salary and bulk payments, and which are the largest areas of growth for their global payments network. So a lot of people reference the on-demand liquidity network. It's actually going to be a lot to do with treasury management and salaries as well, Johnny. So those are some of the new use cases that Bank of America could be referring to. 
You know, I love it. I mean, Brad is humping and pumping out there, you know, trying to get this thing adopted and wherever he can get it, he's doing it. And I love that about him. You know, let's go and get that. Let's go get that. You got to risk it to get the biscuit. Right. And so I love the fact that he's out there doing it. You know, it's funny because there's still a lot of people, uh, you know, I, I tweeted something out today about, oh, the USDS uh, ripple thing. And someone came back and said, ripples a scam, you know, or, or XRP is a scam. And so I asked him, what, why? He embellished, tell me why it's a scam. I didn't get a response yet. Uh, but I am curious of why people think XRP is a scam. When you look at all these real-world use cases, it's just mind-boggling to me that people actually <laughs> think it's a scam. Here's the deal. I feel like oftentimes when people enter a market, they, they hear a consensus about a certain currency. Like for me, it was that Bitcoin's an outdated technology, so it's going away. So when I first entered this market, I was super bullish on XRP because I understood that technology was better than most. And I actually dismissed currencies like Bitcoin and Ethereum. So if somebody's a Bitcoin maximalist and they come into this market trying to get away from centralized entities, you could easily villainize Ripple and say that this is one of the only companies working to actually centralize this market. So that could be an answer, Johnny. Yeah, I mean, certainly one of them for sure. I mean, I think it's going to be one of those things where, you know, to be honest, I, I don't really like I don't lose sleep over stuff like that. But, you know, me, I'm a, I have a very inquisitive analytical mind and I am curious of why people think, by the way, ODL means on demand liquidity. And that is the, the, the solution that ripple is trying to provide, which means, Oh, there's my phone. Oh my God. I'm going to throw you on mute, Johnny. Cause I got a great video. I want to play before the end of the episode, talking about how the tokenization of real world assets is already underway on the XRPL. So this will be the last video today. We got 300, 288 live listeners joining us. Show us some love, smash that like button. Here's a great video for all our XRP holders. The real estate industry is obviously one of the most obvious, um, spaces or industries to, to, to bring on to chain. We felt that we could use tokens to exchange value and build a better level of trust in these relationships. From the perspective of recruiting high value talent for something like building a gigafactory in Nevada, um, being able to target and, and cryptographically prove that someone, for example, took a specific class, See, Johnny, first of all, they talked about the tokenization of real estate, but we've also referenced soul tokens on Ethereum and XRPL appears to be copying that same concept, moving college degrees, medical records, um, educational identity, all of that's not only going to be moved onto the blockchain, it's going to be attached to your digital ID. And that digital ID is probably going to reside in some sort of a JP Morgan or an HSBC. So we can see where the rabbit hole continues and takes us to where all of these new technologies are being utilized by traditional financial entities. So as much as they try to prepare for us to move away from this technology, it's an advantage for traditional finance to adopt this stuff. So Johnny, any closing remarks on this episode? Yeah, no, I think at the end of the day, um, they are moving in the right place, the right direction. The Ripple Swell, Ripple Swell event was very, very, you know, it's good publicity for them. It's, and Brad out there, you know, like I said, humping and pumping, pushing the technology. But just really bringing people together for a discussion. But Abs, I don't know if you have anything on Elon today, but there's a lot of discussion. I don't know if you guys all heard about Twitter. Uh, half the staff quit and... You know, the, the Twitter may die and this and that. But there's there was there's a great tweet that Jenna put out. I, I got to just share the screen where she said here, you know, is anyone from crypto Twitter leaving? You know, or she goes, I doubt anyone from crypto Twitter is leaving because we are addicts. So I just wanted to share, a, you know, a response. I'll tell you what, boys, people may be leaving, but I ain't leaving. I ain't going anywhere. I think most of us won't. I think we're going to be here to stay. You know, Twitter's just going through, I think, some painful 
growth curves right now. Obviously, you know, I think Elon's looking to see who's loyal to him and he's letting go who's not. And you'll see a new group of people working there. And I think Twitter will be just fine. But I just found that interesting that people think Twitter is going to go down. And I, I, I just I don't know. I don't see it. Johnny Crypto, people believe a lot of crazy things out there. <laughs> yes, my they do. <laughs> we got 285 live listeners out there. We're going to close this episode out the same way we always do. But before we do that, we're showing you a glitch that took place yesterday. XRP to $57,000. Pretty interesting stuff. So I want to say thank you to Johnny Crypto. Thank you to Jackie. And thank you to NFT Tones. Another amazing episode. We'll see you guys in 72 hours. And like we always say, Warriors, rise. Get your shit together, baby. Thank you for joining. Let's go.